Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Frugia from Feels Like Home Professional Organizers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. You've joined us for episode 46 of The Art of Decluttering. Today, we'll be talking about and decluttering... Sophie's house. Do you remember we put out a listener? Um, well, it wasn't really even a listener request. I did a Facebook Live earlier in the week and said, uh, We're going to be recording in the studio. So let's get in one of our raving fans. And Soph put her hand up. So welcome, Soph. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> We're excited to meet a real live person who actually listens to A our, real listener. There's people. Not, yeah, yeah it's not, not just my husband. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't met Soph before about four minutes ago yeah. when she walked into the studio. So what do you think of our studio, Soph? It's so fancy. Yes. <laughs> I'm impressed. What's the name of the studio again, Amy? 440 Studios. Is that right, Jared? <laughs> yes, I got it right. So, Soph, since we don't know you at all and our listeners don't know you at all, tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay. Um, my name's Sophie and I live not far from here, actually, in Heidelberg. And I, I'm a podcaster as well. Get out. I am. So I'm very jealous of this studio. I think I'll have to book it. It is pretty cool. What do you podcast How about? Random I know. <laughs> I'm a podcast fan. Um, yeah, my podcast is called Australian Birth Stories, and I, I interview women each week on their pregnancy and birth <gasps> journey. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. So are you a midwife? No. Um, I've got a master's in public health. And I actually work in cancer research, but um, yeah, I'm just obsessed with birth. And I've got two little boys. I've got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. And so how do you find... Sorry, listeners, I'm just really intrigued. <laughs> We're just chatting. Give, yeah, yeah. 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 That's all right, Kirs. Do you just find women through word of mouth and people contact you? 
Yeah, I started, well, I started with my own story and then I did my family and friends, but now I've got over 160 people in the waiting list who've applied through my webpage. That is awesome. Everyone loves to tell their birth. And do you do an episode a week? Yeah, I do one episode a week on a Monday. Oh my gosh, this is so cool that we've ended up with a podcast. on your wait list, you need to ramp that up to every day. I know. Yeah, you could totally do like every day for the next six months. Yeah. Yeah, quit your day job, never eat another meal, don't clean the house. Don't declutter. Yeah. I am cluttered. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about your family. Yeah, so I live um, with my husband and my two boys. They're two and four. And we live in chaos. I told my sister I was coming on here and she said, can they sort you out? You need help. Like, um, I am cluttered. She took all the cleaning and organisation genes out of the womb. And it's, yep, I just... That's yeah. a great way to put it. I like that. <laughs> That's how That's nothing some works. of your sisters feel, Amy. Maybe. Although none of my sisters are totally missed out on the... No. You know, but they you might hate the lion's share, didn't you? I did get the lion's share. And they're probably thankful that you did. Yeah, well, I don't think they're complaining. Yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) I love you, Claire. Can you remember all my sister's names? Go. Claire, Laura, Sarah, and Rebecca. Ooh, that was impressive. Hello. Kirsty and I are are both one of five. Yeah, that's crazy. And actually... And both eldest. Both eldest. And our sister and brother David for a little while. (laughs) And our other sister and one of my sisters were best friends. And our mums are really close. Our mums are best friends. Forever linked. And I'll be your youth group leader. Yep. So we It was meant to be. Connected. Well connected. Yep. Yep. And so two and four. So I have two boys. Yep. Two and four, they're active, running amok, pulling everything out, yeah. moving on to the next thing. Yeah, if they're not destroying the house, they're destroying each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gold. Yeah, that sounds so familiar, Soph. Yeah. And my husband's Fijian, so they're stocky <gasps> and like rugby playing hardcore. You're kidding. <laughs> yeah. My sister married a Fijian. Oh, really? He plays rugby. Oh. And my kids are going to the rugby tonight for the first time ever. Oh, classic. Yeah. yeah. So I they've never been. your husband would know Marika. It's Possibly. Small, yeah, does he play Fijian rugby? World. Yeah, he does. Yeah. What club does he play for? Uh, for Melbourne Rugby. Oh, my so. goodness. They'll know each other. Yeah, they will. Oh, that's so funny. Well, we'll have Did to you give... see our eyes yeah. like... We have to swap numbers after this. And I'll have to ring my sister and go, oh, my gosh, yeah. that's cool. We just met the Walkers. Yeah. One fourth of the yeah. Walkers. The Willisonies. I went, um, oh, yeah, okay, I went all yeah. feminist I and didn't change my name. No, and that's good because I was all like... Not I was Fijian. all like, that's not a Fijian last name. <laughs> but he is typical Fijian, lazy and slow, and not a tidier. So together we're just a disaster. Yeah, so what are the biggest problem areas in your home? Is that what you want to talk about? I haven't even asked I you. Know. And can I get a word in? Sorry, I'm so excited. It's like you two. It's yeah. like, I, like, don't Kiss. worry, Wait, I don't know. Do you so. want to see? It's a date now. <laughs> do you want to see? No, I think I might just leave the room. <laughs> you guys are getting cozy. All right, I'm just going to zip it and let Kirsty ask some really good questions. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I feel all this pressure oh, waiting me Now they want to be involved. <laughs> no, I do. So, tell us about your home. So, we're renting. So, I always use the excuse, well, I'm not going to invest a lot of time and energy because we're renting and we'll probably move. But in, reali- in reality, we'll probably stay there a few years and now I feel like I'm an adult and I'm modelling organisation and trying to get the kids to tidy up and I'm not setting a good example and I'm like, it's time to adult a bit more. <laughs> And now I'm working from home, so it's just kind of, now I'm sitting in the mess and trying to work, so it's, I'm noticing it more. 
Yeah. So I try and clean and listen to your podcast. I'm like, such a good idea, but I'm a lost cause. I just feel like I'm too far gone. But I'm, I'm implementing small things and I'm trying, trying very hard. Nobody is a lost cause. Well, I imagine a lot of our listeners would probably do that, like listen while they're in the middle of something and look around and go, oh, I'm so far from where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're alone. I hope not. You're not because we have clients every day who feel like you do. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody is a lost cause. Nobody no. is beyond redemption. Yeah. And the process redemption. is the same, which is really cool. Whether you're really cluttered or whether you just need a little bit of a tidy, Yeah, the process is exactly the same. Yeah. The, our other biggest problem probably is there's no cupboards. There's one cupboard, which I've currently got filled with sheets and towels, but I listened to that episode this week saying, put the sheets and towels in your room. I was like, awesome, that's going to open up that cupboard space. So small things like that, I'm like, I can take that on, I can manage that. But um, yeah, overall, we need more storage and more systems and kids that pack up after themselves. <laughs> So if you could just come in and wave a wand in my house. Excellent. We'll send in the uh, declutter fairies. Yep. So what is your biggest frustration in your house other than overall frustration? I what think... can we help with you, with <sighs> you today? Yes. Let me think. Hard to know where to start. Probably, I'm, I guess my most current question in my house is, should I put both my boys in one room, two and four boys, I don't know, and then open up another room for storage and space? Um... Yeah, and then we're thinking bunks and things. I don't know if you – do you do that often when you go into people's houses, try and consolidate rooms or – Yeah, I love kids sharing rooms. I think it's it is so much – it's so beautiful. It's not and, – and hard and frustrating and fight-worthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And bed-making annoying with bunks. <laughs> yeah. But – I think that it just brings so much joy to the children as well, like having and learning to get along. Like there's just so many benefits of sharing a room, particularly at two and four. Like there's no reason that two and four-year-olds absolutely need their own room unless there is a reason. Yeah. (laughs) Like unless there's a medical reason or, you know, but I love kids sharing rooms. Our kids have shared rooms when they were two and four. And they're back to sharing a room, oh. even though they have their own room. Like, Emily's room is set up. It's an ode to Emily, really, because she doesn't, she's never in there. She's only in there to play. She sleeps in with Oliver. That's so, so cute. yeah, it's really cute. And they love it and they hate it and they love it. Yeah. Like, Ollie will go, No, you're not sleeping in my room tonight. And then we'll go, Okay, Emily, you're not sleeping in Ollie's room. And, and then he'll go, Oh, no, okay, I want her in my room as well. So I love it from the comfort point of view as well as that learning to get along. And as much as my kids don't actually share a room, they just sleep in the same room. I know growing up, and Amy was the same, we both had to share rooms for a whole lot of years. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that just teaches so many wonderful things about how to get along and how to um, – fight well (laughs) yeah because you've got to sleep and share the room after a fight yeah yeah and I think you know in your unique situation that would be that's definitely a consideration to take into Mm. so that you free up a whole nother room yeah why do we why do we think that kids need to sleep in the same room like you're you're Fiji and like your husband's Fiji and they the whole family should all be on the floor in one room (laughs) like so you know and I think that that you know that would be you know, a beautiful aspect too that yeah. you can introduce to your children that, you know, this is this is what it's like where daddy comes from too. Mm. Yeah. We tried, um, no, we didn't try. We succeeded when my boys were one, one and three through to when they were about 
to enforce. So it was it was a year we yeah. got them to share. So we did exactly what you're talking about. We moved the two boys from rooms of their own with kind of toys in their own rooms yeah. to one room was just sleeping and a change table and the other room became the toy room. It was awesome during the day for us. Yeah. And we struggled at night time. So the thing for us and I would put out as a consideration is we have one who goes to bed and falls asleep and one who goes to bed and talks to himself for an hour and then falls asleep. And then at the other end of the day, we've got one who wakes up at six and happily lies in bed singing songs to himself till seven and one that wakes up at seven. So what we found is we were losing two hours of every day because their cycles were out. We did it for a year. And it just meant that the child that sang to himself, I would lie with and do a lot of, sing quieter, darling, not quite so loud. And we would do a lot of that. Yeah. And then the rule was that the one that woke up at six o'clock was allowed to go into the playroom. So we kind of, it's the sleep cycles are important to think about. Yeah. Can I be OH&S on everyone just for a second? Oh, yeah, with the height of bunks. Children's hospital recommend that children under 10 don't sleep in bunks. And... Um, so maybe very sensitively, I say that in high school, I had a friend that passed away from falling off a bunk. Oh, no. So that's awful. just, yeah, you can get smaller beds yeah, and you can actually find beds that like the heads one, it's not really a bunk bed. One's an elevated bed and one's a lowered bed. Mm-hmm. And so that's a little bit better because you're not then having a big height yeah. where they can fall. I would have yeah. thought that you would have been raving about the Ikea bed. That it has the floor mattress. Yeah, yeah so that's kind that's of the concept, so but it's high. still, if you're still four, that's still a height. And we're floorboards too, so. Yeah, the, uh, some of the deaths occur from, um, sorry to go all somber yeah. on everyone, but actually from the rail, because kids can get their neck caught on the rail, which oh. is how the boy that I went to high school with had his unfortunate. That's so shocking, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Keeping I think sharing mind. the bedroom, not having bunks doesn't mean you can't share a bedroom. Yeah. Because yeah. there are some cool beds that you can put in. And if you're not having toys in there, yeah. there's like so much room in a bedroom, even if it's just like two beds and, and there's all. a little walkway. Yeah. yeah. That totally doesn't Which is matter. what we did when we first moved Amelie out of a cot and into her bed. We put them, we pulled the bunks apart and had them side by side. Yeah. yeah. And that they love that. Correct. And then when they're older, <clears throat> excuse me, you can actually like reconnect them. Yeah. When they're yeah, yeah. 10 and on. Yeah. And as a, as an add-on to Amy's story about her children having different cycles, my children still have different cycles. Yeah. Like at six and eight, Emily is out like a light. Ollie is awake reading for another hour and a half. Emily is up with the sparrows <laughs> and Oliver would is so much like his mum and would sleep the day away. Yeah. <laughs> so but we just did I mean at six and eight, um, that it's much easier to go, you know, like Emily just falls asleep and Ollie's happy reading and Emily goes knows to go out into the playroom to play in the morning. And you can or and you can also just change their sleep times mm, by yeah. about ten minutes Stagger so that, that one yeah. goes one's to sleep really, really asleep. Easy. Yeah. So it just depends on your unique family. Like yeah. what works for your boys, but you know, what yeah, what works for your yeah. unique family. And what kind of things would you put in the second room that is currently the second bedroom? 
I'd secretly like to make it a gym, but realistically Ooh. it wouldn't need to because I've got a treadmill in my bedroom, which is a whole nother episode. <laughs> we can get but, to it. But yeah, I think I've realistically probably expand. The toy room is out the front of one of the bedrooms at the moment. So if we sort of extended that as a larger playroom. Mm. So I've got things like teepees that are squashed against the wall. If I could open them out and make them more user-friendly. Yep then that would, yeah, definitely help that area. And that could just be a kid's zone rather than mm. room. Then, then you, you can close put, the door. Yeah. <laughs> you can close the door, but you can also put your treadmill out into what is the playroom at the moment. Yeah, and run while they play. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Keep an eye on them. Yep. Oh, I really like that idea. I love turning bedrooms into playrooms. Yeah. Like, I think that that's, uh, you know, coming back to that, like, why do we think kids need their own bedrooms? Mm. They're going to end up getting partners and living together. Yeah, that's true. You know, potentially. So why not start practicing now? That's right. And it's just sleep. Yeah. It's not like you're asking them that they have to always be together. Yeah. Yeah. And when they're playing. So the beauty of a playroom that's like their space is it becomes magical for a kid. Like that's their room. They can close the door. They've got windows. They've like, that's their space. And there's like this ownership. And then often they're a little bit more inclined to tidy up because it's their space. And it also means, like we said, you can close the door. And so their mess can stay there. And you can have people over. And you can just go, oh, we're not thinking about that right now. And yeah. you're not like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, and, or not invite people over because you're too embarrassed because of the mess yeah, that I've the kids I've become like that. I'd, yeah. I'd, last year I decided I'll just meet people in the park or at their house. I won't have them around. Then I don't feel so anxious to tidy the house. But I would like to have people over. So if I get a bit more of a system. Yeah. And that's really common. over anyway. I know. Silly. People... people want to come over and spend time with you because you're yeah. a beautiful person, not because your house is Pinterest-worthy. Yeah. My house is not Pinterest-worthy. No. Kirstie's house is almost Pinterest-worthy. <laughs> but, but they still even come to see me. That's, right. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Even not if it wasn't, <laughs> she would still invite people over and people are not going because, oh my gosh, those cushions are amazing. They're going because they love Kirst. Yeah, it's true. Except people don't come over to my house. No, they definitely come over to my house, but then they feel that I'll be judging them when I go to their oh, house. No. And I totally don't. Yeah. No. Like, as if you would. No. Life duty. Uh, maybe one best friend, but. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's listening going, is that me? She's talking about yes. me. <laughs> no, I don't judge her. I don't judge them. I'm just joking. But no, I don't. Like, But people are like, oh no, I'll never be able to have you over to my house now. So people. People feel that they feel to comfortable. Say, people feel comfortable in other people's mess because they're like, "Oh, good, I'm not the only yeah. one who's got a two-year-old and four-year-old and feeling out of control." Because this is a really yeah, hard, hard season. Age. Yeah, this is a hard season. And yeah. two and four-year-olds not only require a lot of time, but they have stuff that's big. Yeah, like I was saying to a client the other day, my boys are now nine and eleven, and they're active, so we've got heaps of stuff outside, and they've just, we've just set up a little space for them where they can have their devices. We don't have toys anymore. Uh, so all of a sudden we've gone from a house where there was just like teepees and cubby houses and shopping centers and dress ups and yeah. all those type of things to no toys. So it's not forever. Bring that on, yeah. It's not forever, yep. but it's a season. So just go with it. Yes, yeah. you're going to have big scooty things around the house, but they're two and four. Just yeah, play play on the couch. And, yep. Yeah. Do you know, I, I've got a couple of friends who were like, no craft at home. That's what preschool. Oh, friends yeah. that do that. <laughs> yeah. No Play-Doh at home. That's for preschool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had. So I quite like doing board games with the kids, and my husband's quite arty and crafty. So he did painting and Play-Doh, and I did board games. And I never had to do Play-Doh with the kids ever, 
because that was like his domain and I was yep. so okay with that. I would love to say that Play-Doh goes away, but no, my six-year-old is still like, still any time she can ask to play with Play-Doh, she does. And maybe 99% of the time it's big fat no. <laughs> <laughs> Could you send her outside with it? I've tried that, but we have deck boards. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah, so it wouldn't get like in the grooves. In and so yeah. And... Yeah. 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 No. No, I fair think, enough. I should have followed your lead and married someone who was really organised and tidy. I went, <laughs> that should have been one of the list. The other way. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, how funny is that, that you, most people are attracted to their opposite. Yeah. Yeah, you two weren't. It didn't balance. No. You may, you may have in other areas. Yeah, we you, must have. You must oh. balance each other out in other yeah. ways. Hey, Amy, you know how we ran the awesome Art of Decluttering course last year? Do you want to do it again this year? Hey, I was thinking the same thing. We had such an incredible group last year, though. Do you think we could ever match that level of awesomeness? Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm totally willing to give it a go. But hey, back up a bit. Let's tell people about what the course is about again. Well, you know how we help people each and every week in our podcast to declutter a space in their home? Well, our course is a bit different. You don't just get our best tips and tricks for decluttering. We also share with you the secrets of creating a home that is not only decluttered, but stays organised for life. Our course is for people who want to experience freedom and joy in their homes. It's perfect for you if you want to have a home that is welcoming as well as organised and where you are free to focus on living your abundant life. To find out more and register for our upcoming free webinars, visit theartofdecluttering.com.au. We can't wait to have you in our course community this year. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So, so what kind of storage, if any, do you have for the kids' toys at the moment? Like are there containers or shelving? What do you, what do you use? We've got those um, cute kind of, they're not wicker, but those little baskets with handles that are like soft and made of, oh, they, were, they were in Ikea for a while and we got heaps and now they're really expensive. But um, 
can't even describe it very well. We're playing charades again, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. my hands. They're, like, they're woven with... Anyway, they're like collapsible baskets, and Excellent. I've basically got them all in there. They're a bit Fijian. We've got Fijian mats down in, so it ties so in with the theme. Sister. Yeah, it's nice. But um, So all the toys are in there. Um, but I have recently re-listened to the toy episode that I need to go through and like work out categories. Everything's just randomly in. So bits of puzzle in one and the rest of it in another and no systems. But Lego is also a massive issue in our house. We've got Lego from the front door to the toy room. Is it Duplo or is it real Lego? Both. we got Duplo for Louis and Nico's got like real Lego. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Are you fans of those drawstring bags? I feel like maybe I should get one of those. I think they work if you're consistent with using it. I think yeah. any system, if you commit to it, would work. Kirsty's got some really cool Lego solutions in her house. Well, we followed your. We, oh, have we you copied moved? you now. Ah. Yeah. I thought you were using the Bunnings no, drawers. No, Simon thinks that you're awesome. Oh, thanks, so Simon. So just wants to be like you. Oh, Simon. No, so we had got. Um, they were not from Bunnings. They're from Officeworks. The That's file right. File trays. Okay. So that paper files, like, and they're like again charades. Charades yeah. not good for a podcast. <laughs> they're about six centimeters deep. Yeah, and they've got they're four or five in a stack, and and they come in a stack, and then all the and the fourth one is a big deep one, and so we color coded them. Okay. So, um. And that worked really well. And then we moved to the Ravel system. So do you now use our underbed storage system? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So what I do is use an underbed storage system with little containers in it. So the same system, Scub from Ikea. Mm-hmm. And then all your Lego just goes in it. You can colour code it. You can set code it. You can shape code it. And it slides under the bed. Yeah. And then it slides back out. And it's easy to put stuff away. And you can keep made stuff in there too. Okay. Mm, I'll have to give you some more details. Yeah. In fact, in the show notes, I will put a photo of my Lego storage. So if people want to put together and Kirsty's. Because we've got actually from the cot, you know, oh, the yeah. drawer under the cot. Yeah. We kept that and used it in the kids That's under excellent. their bunks. Yeah. So it's on wheels. Like, yes, yeah, so it's on wheels. So we just got the scub boxes and filled this That's great. drawer yep. with the scub boxes. And so even... So it's easy. Yeah, we'll put photos in the yeah. show notes of both of those. But they're a good solution. Yeah. So that, like, but it also means, was it Nico? Yeah. When he wants to play with the Lego, he can pull out that drawer yeah. and take it to the playroom, to the lounge room, wherever, play with it and put it all back in. Yep. I like it. It's we really haven't good. got under bed storage. That's another thing. If we avoid the bunk, get two single beds that have under bed storage for toys. Yeah. Well, you can either mm. buy them. Do you have any beds, Kirst, where the storage is inbuilt? We have a trundle bed. Oh, okay. Emily's got a trundle bed. And we have just recently put a mattress in there so it can be used as a trundle bed. <laughs> was it for storage? That, it was toys. Ah, it clever. was filled with toys because mm. we, yeah. Um, but you can buy it. Like IKEA have got heaps of storage yeah, beds as so well. Yeah, there's so much. Um, I find sometimes storage beds can be restrictive because then you can't choose to go trundle if you want to as they get older. Or you can't choose to what goes under there. Mm-hmm. I really like the beds that have got space, and then you can pick. So one of my kids has the Lego under his, and the other one is cricket obsessed, and so he has all this cricket gear, like the shin pads. I don't know what they're called. The yep. shin pads and the gloves and the everything the goes under gear. his bed. Yeah. Whereas if it was drawers, you couldn't then fit that those long bats in there. Mm-hmm. I like flexibility. Yeah, and the, you can buy those underbed storages from IKEA. Okay. Like big containers. Yeah. Yep. Which is 
is that what you do with your yes, Lego? Yep. That's in we one use of the, the big IKEA. scub one. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. So there's lots of because I think when options, they the age yeah. your kids are, keeping like with like is good, but sometimes they use like Barbies and cars together or cars and play doh. Yeah. Kids don't know that adults like it when you just pick one thing and play with it. <laughs> so sometimes you've got to get creative and go, okay, everything for make-believe play goes in one box and not yeah. be too anal about it. It's hard. Yeah. But it's possible. So the other thing I was thinking about before, because I'm just imagining your yeah. playroom, yeah. Um, having the Calax unit from Ikea. This I feel like we're on the Ikea show today. Yeah. We could Is that be. the pigeonhole thing? Um, yeah, the big box, like, yeah. yeah, the square. Yeah. You can get similar at Bunnings and other places. Yeah. Um, and we had that, well, we've still got that, but we used it when the kids were little and did pictures of the toys that belonged oh, in that box. That's good for and Louis, yeah. stick it on the front. Yeah. So then they know what belongs in that box and it makes it really easy for you to you know, leave Nico to do it by himself yeah. and to help Louie, like yeah. to get in there and go, right, let's go grab all the toy cars. Yes. Show me which box it goes in Louie. Yeah. And his visual, he can visually see it. Yeah. yeah. So. And kids are really good at two and four at learning to pack up. As oh. much as they can be difficult at times, yeah. my two and four-year-olds, good. with habit, like it's not like you can just say, all right, go clean it up. They need yeah. to do this first or do that first or this is the order. And, and, you know, particularly at two, make a game of it. Like, yeah. can you beat mummy? Yeah. <laughs> can we, you can get the we? cars, I'll get the tracks. Yeah, and mummy's going to help you. Yeah. And, and you do have to wean yourself off that as they yeah. get older because I know even at eight and six, my kids are like, can you come and help me? Like, no, I'm cooking dinner. Yeah. You're big enough and ugly enough to do it yourself. <laughs> you know where everything goes. Just do it. Yeah. Put it two and four. <laughs> Yeah, witching hour is when it all, yeah. Yeah, and I think oh, my kids get complimented all the time at how well they do at packing up yep. when they go to friends' houses and at school. They're, they're always complimented about how well they pack up. And I think that is because we were young. Yeah, we yeah. did it. And it's never too late. It's never too late. If you've got a six and an eight-year-old, if you've got an 11 and 12-year-old, 10-year-old, 10, 10 it's never too late. No, agreed. But... Yeah. Catch them while they're young. Yeah. And one last one. We've got all their books on their on a bookcase and they just literally swipe with one arm <laughs> all the books onto the floor every, probably three times a day if I'm realistic. Oh, so. So, and I'm visualising the pigeonhole thing from Ikea or Bunnings or wherever. For books, do you think is that good for books or what do you what do you I loved it for books when I when we had kids. It I think it could and I put them up high. Yep. So we had the four by four. That's a good idea. So we had the books up high, so they weren't easily swipeable. Yep. <laughs> they're really fun books, like, you know, like the touchy, like the really cardboardy, yeah. feely. What are they? What are those I books? Called? The those touch Osborne and feel ones. Like, we used yeah. to have touch and feel ones. Maybe have a few, like maybe have one cubby hole that's got their books and so you're only packing up like one section. One section. But the ones that, you know, paper back ones that you have to sit down and read to them and they're real story time ones. Put them up higher yeah. and then get them as long as they're not climbers. This is the only thing. Like yeah, if yeah. they're really climbers careful. make sure you affix the, the yeah, with a bracket what you can yep. in a rental property. Um, and yeah, but I put the books up high 
so that that stops them. Amy has a different um, perspective on books. I actually just had a random thought of putting some of the books away but then having like a magazine rack that had like the oh, few yeah. favourites yeah. so that then they can access them. But when you're packing them up, you can just like dump them in the magazine rack. Yeah. And so then the amount of books coming out, if they're swipers, yep. <laughs> let them swipe a magazine rack and maybe yeah. have six or seven books that come out rather than shelves and shelves of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do remember when um, Ollie was maybe 18 months, a bit younger than Louis, but he, we had this Calax unit, but it was just the one height yeah. box. And I've probably, I think I've shared this story before, have I? Um, and we had it along and had all toys sitting on top of it. And I had a friend over who was older, like, and had grown up children. And I was, and Ollie just was like swiped the whole four, five, <laughs> everything off it. And I was like, <laughs> not at him, just at my girlfriend going, Rrr! and she goes, Kirsty. He's just a kid. Like, yeah. give some grace to him. He's yeah. just a kid. He hasn't learned. And I'm like, well, we tell him every single day. Rah, rah, rah. When's it going to sink in? And it has sunk in. He's yeah. eight. He doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> this too shall pass. But it is like going, well, that's their kids. Like, yeah. being gracious with them. Mm. And, but making it easy for them to pack up and fun yeah. to pack up. Yeah. And having a solution that works for them and your unique family. Yep. Mm. I like it. Anything else? Uh, Come on, fire away. This is your one and only opportunity. This is You're random. Back but in. I was laughing this morning when I was listening about flannelette sheets. My husband is obsessed with flannelette sheets, oh. and they, they are just very hard to put in. Like, they're, they're huge. They're bulky, aren't they? We've just moved to bamboo sheets. Were you sheets. laughing at? And bamboo laughing sheets at are even thinner. Stuck. <laughs> yeah, Velcro sheets. Yes. <laughs> We've got them on in summer. He's like a, oh, no. a flannelette sandwich of sheets. It's, yeah. That's horrid. Yeah. That's torturous. So if you could just come around and talk to him about that issue. <laughs> Ask him to try it's a bamboo. It's tissue. Because okay. bamboo is really warm. Okay. But they're like paper thin. Yeah. So we've just got our first set and we're sold. I don't think I'm ever going to buy anything other than bamboo again. Yeah. But really thin. So if he likes the weight of flannelette, bamboo is not going to cut it. Yeah. Because it feels like you don't have anything on you, but you're warm. Yeah. And they pack away like... They're thinner than paper. They're unreal. Kirst, you, you, you've you never had bamboo, have you? No. My friend Emma put me onto them. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I can't help you. I can help you folding, though. Like, I can give you some tips on how to pack them away. Yeah. Was, was that your question? or was it? It just made me laugh listening to it. I, so many times I'm listening, I'm like, that's me. That's us. <laughs> Minus the kind of achieving the end goal. Oh. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I think we'll have to do like a, I'll have to have you on my show and we'll have to do like, you can come into my house and, and we'll video it or something. That would be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Publicly shame me. No, <laughs> no, no, no shame. shame. No have shame. You, have you ever gone into a house and thought too hard? That's I'm a good question. Away? Every client wants to know that, don't they, Kirst? And I Is say it to be... every client, I have seen worse. Yeah. Because I have. Yeah. But I even have. if you haven't, that's cool. Like. Where you start is where you start. It's like saying to a personal trainer, oh, it must be so annoying when you deal with overweight people. They're like, no, because we can get great results. Yeah. <laughs> they don't shy away from that. And we don't shy away from mess because yeah. whether it's a few pieces of Lego on the ground or the whole bedroom swiped on the ground, the process is the same. Yeah. We set vision, we declutter, we organize, we teach habits every yeah. time. Yeah. Which is exciting. And then if people can get that in their minds, then... 
then you never feel embarrassed. Yeah. And we love people. Oh my gosh, we love people. And our clients cry and we cry with them. And I was not much of a crier before I started this job. I've always been a crier. <laughs> and I'm always crying with my clients. Even I went to a, not like not into a client's home, but just I met somebody and he was asking me about my work and he was crying on me. Like, cause I told him he was asking about you know, a solution to one of his problems. Yeah. And I made it, made him cry. <laughs> good cry, kind of good cry. Like it was a Healing very cry. Sentiment, of joy. Yeah, it was a sentimental item that we were talking about. Yeah. So he got a bit teary at the memory of this, this person who gifted him this stuff. But I was like, oh my goodness. I'm, and I was crying. Like, I was like, oh no, I made myself cry. <laughs> With my skills. <laughs> and that also I'm so amazing. <laughs> But it is like I have seen really bad homes, and nobody is irredeemable. No, yeah. no home is too difficult. Saying that, Amy and I don't work with hoarders, but that's out of a choice, not because the, the job is too hard, but because they need more help than we're trained to give them. Yes, there's like a specific professional organizer hoarder training out there. Yeah, but. That's not our passion, is it? No, like, our we just passion love is mums. with everyday mums yeah. and families yeah. and, and dads who, yeah, you know. and corporates who are busy. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not our niche, it's not our yep. niche. Yep, but we, yeah, we've seen pretty bad houses and and pretty messy people, and that is our job to sit yep. in the mess with people, yeah, and to be okay, to yeah. be okay with them, to be okay with their mess. And to love them and support them and motivate and encourage them through the process. Well said, Kirst. Thank goodness I love our job. I know. You just gave me goosebumps. Like, oh, I just want that. Like, I'm itching now to get into someone's home. And... Well, go to safe. <laughs> yeah. What, what time do you guys finish? <laughs> uh, have you got anything else you want to ask us, Sophie? Uh, no. Or anything I just... you want to share with others that might be listening? What? How... How have you enjoyed the podcast? Like, what do you get out of the podcast? I stick my earphones in. I put play school on, put my earphones in, and I clean while I listen because I feel like I'm in the cleaning zone and I'll try and tackle small areas. So that's when I listen the most. And, um, yeah, no, you're very, it's very inspiring and it does feel doable. And it is – my mum laughs. She used to weed with this group in the in the state park. And she's like, it's the wombat weeding method. You pick one area. If you thought about weeding the whole park, you'd be overwhelmed. you just got to pick one area, which is kind of your concept. Like, oh, I love that. pick one area and start. So, um, yeah, it's inspiring in that way. And that's – yeah, gets me going. I had an idea. Go. I wanted to talk about the course that we're running. So we run – a. Uh, art of decluttering course and it is all about changing habits and cementing habits and where's you can talk on it too yeah well it is helping people not only get their homes decluttered so it helps with that but it helps people stay decluttered yeah so you know how sometimes you might tidy up the lego and then two days later it's like messy again Two so, seconds later. Yeah, okay, yeah. let's be realistic. <laughs> 20 minutes later when play school's finished, yep. <laughs> the house is messy again. And so in the course, we teach people not only how to organize and declutter the Lego or the toys or whatever it is, but how to keep it that way mm-hmm. and how to end up with a home. So Kirsty and I rarely have to declutter our houses because there's nothing to declutter. And I don't really have to organize my house very yeah, often. Yes. I mean, Maybe 10 minutes a day to get it. Like Kirsty came over this morning. Let's let's just pull it all out. Honesty. Yep. Kirsty turned up to my house this morning, 
I was running about five minutes late because I'd just gotten distracted with my computer problems. My husband was working from home and both boys had been getting ready for school, but completely on their own. We'd given them no love and attention. They were doing it. So Kirsty turns up admittedly 10 minutes earlier than I thought. So I probably would have tried. I know, but I like in my head, (laughs) I possibly would have tried to tidy a bit more, but probably good that I didn't. But my house was messy, was it not? And I don't care. Yeah. But was it like, tell our listeners, there was kids' lunch stuff still on the bench. They hadn't tidied that up. My bed wasn't made. most of our listeners, your house was probably not that messy. But for me it was. It was really messy. Correct. Yeah. But that only would have taken five minutes to tidy and then my whole house would have been tidy again. So it's about creating, getting into that cycle where it's not overwhelming. Yeah. And that's what we teach people. And you can't teach that in an hourly podcast once a week because there's just so much. But in a course where we go deep and we form a relationship, oh, it's like magic. Yeah, and we our community community that we created last year and the people who were in the course like were phenomenal and life-changing responses to the course and it was about that daily habits of not procrastinating, yeah. keeping like with like everything that we talk about just in a more deeper and personalized way. Like yeah, if and you've got issues, yeah. you go, "Well, Kirsten aim, how do I fix this and yeah. we can help you with that and it is practices like it's day it's getting daily practices into your head and getting you to work them out yeah. and figure it out how it works in your unique family so I think that course would be awesome for you not yeah, that I'm definitely. here to sell to you but no, like, I'm keen. <laughs> like, but just awesome for a lot of our listeners who find themselves in the same situation mm, as you yeah. that I'm excited about doing this Oh, I can't course. wait. And I'm the like, beautiful thing is it. we'll have, like we did last time, people join the course from all over Australia. And the world. And the world. So Kirsten and I do travel yep. and we can go into state for some clients, but it's more expensive because you've got to fly us there. Mm. It's and much, put us up. That's right. Not in your house, so some clients up. have that capacity, <laughs> but for other clients, this is a way to work with us really intimately Yeah. over six weeks, which is a long time and for habit forming and... It is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun. And that It's the whole messy bed, messy head too. It must be the clarity of being clean, clears your mind I as like well. I like that. Messy yeah. bed, messy head. I've not heard that. Well, like one of our beautiful participants last last um, year, she's had Amy in every fortnight, every month for a year and just redoing the same rooms, the same, like it was just a... Those habit forming. Yeah. And then she did the course... She's been incredible. Absolutely. Like she really I've seen her once twice this year. Wow. Yeah, she's incredible. She's really taking really... on those habits, but two, knowing when to say, actually I need a little bit of extra help. So we'll often go back to people's houses when they're like, Yeah, things have changed, my family dynamics changed, my kid had a birthday, Christmas came. I need a refresher. Mm. Yeah. Or somebody's got sick or my I've had to look after my parents and they're you know, circumstances change and and that's totally fine like everybody goes through their own seasons and has their own challenges and we're there to love and support and care for people no matter what season you're in well i think that's a great way to end what has been a really fun episode so thank you thanks so much for having me we can stop recording and just keep chatting yeah i know but we've still got another four episodes to record today it's true we might be cutting it a bit fun <laughs> but thank you so much so for taking time Pleasure. out of your busy day 
And Kirst and I are very honoured that you would come in and we look forward to being friends for life now. Yeah, You're stuck thanks. with us. BFF. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, do a friend a favour and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net or on Facebook as Simply Organised PO. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learnt some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.